and welcome to the Muddy Puddle Teacher Podcast. My name is Sarah Seaman. I am the owner and founder of the Muddy Puddle Teacher Limited, which is a publishing, training and consultancy site for outdoor learning. And I am also still and have been a teacher for 14 years. I've had various roles, I've been on senior management, and now I've got the perfect life balance of running a company teaching while still being a mother to two gorgeous little girls. So this podcast is all about bringing all those people in education that I just think are fabulous. And actually, some people aren't in education. We've got head teachers, we've got teachers, we've also got business owners, we've got celebrities on here, we've just got a load of people that care about our children and we all think the same, we all have the same vibe. So yes, I'm an advocate for outdoor learning, but I'm also an advocate for play. I'm also an advocate for making our teachers' lives a little bit easier. Let's give them a little bit more control. Let's give them the responsibility that they deserve to teach the way that they want to teach. There's a lot that comes out of the Mudbuddle Teacher approach, but this podcast is just going to highlight some of the marvellous people and some thoughts and trail for thoughts and food for thoughts and just lots of thinking to happen. So get a cup of tea, sit back and relax. Hello and welcome to the Mudbuddle Teacher podcast. Today I'm joined with Dr. Gina. Gina, tell us all about you and your mission to get Lego and play-based learning out there. Go for it. Hi, Sarah. Thank you so much for inviting me to talk on your podcast. I'm very happy to be here to share um, a little bit about our story at Play Included um, and to tell you about the Brick by Brick program. Yeah. So I guess what what I do, I'm a psychologist, I'm a clinical psychologist, but um, I've specialised in autism. And um, young people who might uh, need a bit of extra support with their mental health and social and emotional well-being. And what we've uh, learned over the years is that play is just really important mm-hmm. for, for these children, for all children. Um, and we are trying to uh, train up as many professionals in health and education as we can in how to support um social communication emotional development through play with lego bricks so um that's what we do and this is not just the little ones is it definitely not no um i mean i think i'm an adult i like lego building lots of people like lego building um and you know definitely primary school secondary school children are all really engaged i think you've just got to choose the right kind of lego um you know, I think Lego spans all age ranges. I like to think of it as as um, the brick by brick program is something with with sort of low floor, high ceiling, and wide walls. So it's yeah. quite a flexible and adaptable approach. It's got a low floor, so you can start with a duplo bricks. You can start really easy, simple building, simple yeah. social interactions, and then um, stretch all the way up to really technical uh, Lego building, which is actually very advanced and it can be robotics there can be yeah. really um amazing kind of uh, moving parts and and creative uh inventions and um, for the older children and, and wide walls i mean that actually no matter what you're interested in yeah there's probably you can build it up lego bricks right your imagination yeah. is your limitation i suppose so kids Open-ended, can build. isn't it what i like yeah. about lego as well is that it's cool so it's kind of like you know what's what's hard sometimes is getting the older ones to play which we know is really important for them but as they do get a little bit older it's almost like not cool to play but actually mm. lego's kind of in that cool bracket isn't it for them to play with and be imaginative with 
totally it's a really uh you know it's a really cool thing everybody you know lo lots of people are interested in it. lots of people love it they've got all the right themes with like the marvel or the you know the d latest yeah. movies that are out they've kind of um yeah created lego models that are very uh very appealing to children of all ages and actually what we find because our, our program is all about um supporting neurodivergent children to yeah. to communicate and collaborate together and have have social opportunities actually have meaningful opportunities to play and and be with other children where sometimes they might be socially isolated otherwise and and actually rather than sort of you know trying to say oh you know children need extra help there's something wrong we need to give them therapy or something you know uh to help them in which might be stigmatizing yeah so coming to a brick club and saying come and build some lego you're really really good at it you really enjoy it that's completely non-stigmatizing and it boosts their self-esteem and it also is a way to give them something to talk about with peers that is actually on the right level for, yeah. for peers everybody you know you can talk about building lego models uh with your friends um and they'll be quite interested whereas if you talk about oh i've just been to i don't know what it might be friends club they might be like yeah. oh what's that it's a bit it's a bit of a different slant on um, on supporting young people and bringing young people together and accepting them for who they are that's yeah. very very important um for us and and showing their strengths um as well absolutely i think something like we're we're really passionate about the mud puddle teacher is that for so long we've taught in such a standard way that it's about time we try different things and neurodivergent children have been left behind because they don't suit the way that we teach and we've got to start shaping it up because we know that there's almost 25% in every class they've got neurodivergent children and that could be much much more we're just we're, we're only touching the surface here of how many neurodivergent children are out there me being one of them so it's it's about time that we started teaching differently and I think Lego is just another great play-based way to have such you know rich curriculum links but doing it in a playful way, I mean, you know, we don't have to do it from a whiteboard and a PowerPoint presentation. But tell me more about this Brick by Brick programme that you've got there. So um, it's around, I guess, um, I think, you know, we've talked about neurodivergent children, but we think a lot of most children need like social and emotional chances to develop those skills yeah. right it's not just for neurodivergent children no. um i think particularly post covid we've seen a lot of kids maybe haven't had you know they missed out on a lot of play haven't they we actually but have some is... in sheffield at the minute they've got some semh schools popping up now because it's the, they're preparing for the sort of backlog of mental health issues that are going to be flowing through so it's an absolute critical area for everyone in education at the minute it really is it's so important that we think about how we you know not just focusing on the academic learning actually we're thinking about the social and emotional learning and that has to come first because if a child isn't happy they're not going to learn academics are they it's really important so so the brick by brick program um i guess is a a collaborative lego play peer group um program where children come together and build lego models as a team and rather than building on their own they can build um with others and okay. um through that there's just a million natural opportunities for them to use social skills, communication skills and um, emotional regulation skills or, you know, experiencing different emotions like feeling excited, feeling engaged, feeling, um, you know, proud of what, what you've made, of feeling a sense of achievement 
by building a, a, a model with, with somebody else. So um, you can either build sort of Lego sets following instructions and the kids might have different roles and play a different part in, in putting the pieces on or finding the pieces or um, giving the, the directions, giving the instructions. Um, or you can build sort of um, freestyle and design and create your own models from your own imagination but with it as a team or in a pair so yeah. in brick in brick clubs children will be encouraged to collaborate and work together and and through that they're given the chance to kind of um make relationships have fun together play together it's all about um socializing meaningfully mm-hmm. um and, and learning through play and what a great so thing about the kind of when you when you what a great feeling that is, you know, when you go away and you've worked with people and maybe new people as well and you've made new friendships or just had great conversations. It's such a great feeling for children to go away from that, having had that social interaction that's gone successfully well. You're so right. I think that's what we're trying, because often sometimes it goes wrong and um, this is a nice, structured, safe, accepting place where, you know, neurodivergent children can meet other neurodivergent children and communicate in a way that um, works for them. Um, and is accepted they're accepted for who they are and um and then having sort of meaningful for them meaningful relationships and meaningful interactions um you know this happens over time children do start to develop a sense of belonging um and a sense that they hey I'm in brick club and I've made friends and they start maybe meeting up outside of brick club um as well so I think it does have kind of knock-on effects for for the young people um yeah to have those positive experiences of social interactions um is and social and be given social opportunities when sometimes they they don't have them that's that's really important it's always the one thing that you know when we have children in school that are saying they don't like school the one thing they will always say is because i don't have any friends or i don't have these key friendships and it's like we just overlook that so much and really you know we should be dedicating our time to the fact that that child has said that and we should be focusing everything on on giving them that those key friendships because that is what life's about it's about people and that's where we get our happiness from you know nobody sat in a house on their own who is incredibly academic and has got a you know a multi-million pound business is happy you know people are happy because of other people and the connections we have with them Let's just take a pause for a minute so you can go and get yourself a snack or a drink. Sound like we're in class, don't we? But also just to remind you that you can train with us. So we have a free level one outdoor learning course and a free scheme of work per year group all outside on our website, www.themuddypuddleteacher.co.uk. again yeah no I was just saying it's it's really true that um you know relationships are important for everybody and um there's definitely research showing that that autistic children are much more likely to be excluded much more likely to be much more likely to be socially isolated and and that has a significant impact on health problems um so there's a much higher rate of mental health problems in in neurodivergent children um and that's you know, that's often because of their, their experiences or, or that experience of being excluded or not having chances to be themselves, feel accepted for who they are and show their strengths and um, and meet other children like themselves. So having a, having the opportunity to make friends and be with others um, is really crucial for these children. Yeah, 
absolutely. So do does this happen in schools or is it an external club? Where can people get involved and how do they get involved? So um, brick clubs are often run in schools. Um, I think it works really well in schools. You need to have like a champion in the school who believes in the importance of learning through play and um you know supporting children with their social and emotional development um so somebody in school who who's really passionate about that will make time for it in the curriculum so sometimes it gets squeezed out or squeezed into a lunchtime but it's it could be an after school club it could be a lunchtime club but you need you know probably an hour to an hour a week um you need to be have a have a well trained um professional facilitating the clubs because um actually the um the way you facilitate the children is really important it's not just about what you do with the lego bricks it's the ability how to can kind you of get trained back. on that, gina how can they get trained on that yeah we get um so play included we have a training pathway for professionals um the level one is is an online self-paced e-learning course um there's enough to get everybody started and then there's a level two face-to-face course that is one day and that is um really focusing on playful facilitation and and developing the practitioner skills in in learning through play and, and supporting the the social and emotional development um in the clubs so so that's um so that's all bookable on on our website which is playincluded.com um yeah, but 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 let's say brick clubs happen in schools. They might also happen in health centres. Um, speech and language therapists uh, use it this kind of methodology a lot to support communication development for children. Um, so and also play therapists, occupational therapists. There's there's so many skills being used yeah. in the brick club that yeah. it can be adapted and flexed to such a wide range of needs of different. Um, you know, depending on what that particular group or that particular young person needs the extra help with. Um, so yeah. I'm sure so, there's so, lots uh, of teachers listening who are like me, who have, I've got a Lego area in my, <clears throat> I'm in year one, I've got yeah. continuous provision, I've got a Lego area, but I kind of leave it as an open-ended, I, I used to give it some structure, but the children would just go totally off it and they just want to do their own thing. So I kind of leave it as a very open-ended area for them to just go and create. Um, They have to design what they do first, then they go and create it. But they absolutely love it. It's the one thing I never take away because they absolutely mm-hmm. love it. And just what comes out of it is so creative. And the conversations that they have with one another is powerful. What I do as well is I make sure that it's something they can all get around, where it's not tucked into a corner, but it's something where they have yes. to face each other and all be around so that those conversations can happen. <clears throat> but I'm really interested in the training. I think that sounds. I'd, I'd like to know more about how how to be better at facilitating like that, like you said. Yeah, and I think you know, I think it's really important that you don't sort of take away the free play where children can just do what they want and create what yeah. they want. That's really essential for children to have those opportunities. Yeah. Um, but in Brick Club, it's perhaps about adding that little bit of extra structure to the activity to really sort of focus on the collaboration between children so for children who just do need that little bit of extra support with with friendships and relationships um it, it's a different way of of working so you you do stand back you do let them get on with what they want to get on with and um, make help them make decisions for themselves but it's all about how they make those decisions as a team mm. um 
what they decide to build, who's going to build what, who's going to do which job. There's a lot of kind of social problem solving happens and and the way that you ask questions as the facilitator, keeping it quite open-ended, help helping them to think through the processes is um is really part of part of the training and part of um, I'm just thinking of some of my, my schools well. in the deprived areas as well where they do a lot of nurture groups. Um I mean this would be perfect for them. For yeah, them totally to perfect Lego clubs instead, instead of me. I mean, what they do at the minute is they play board games, which I love. I love board games, but I think it's a really nice idea to have this Lego club, um, so that yeah. they collaborate a little bit more. Normally, it's a bit, it's a bit um, adult-led what we do rather than facilitating, like you're suggesting. But yeah, it works so well for for uh, nurture groups and and also children that are coming into schools now with EAL, so additional languages yeah. as well. Yeah, it's yeah. it's we've got it there. But, I mean, I bet a lot of places have a lot of Lego, and I bet there's loads of families that want to give you their Lego as well with children yeah. that have moved home. Absolutely, absolutely. There's a lot of Lego floating about in people's roof spaces or cupboards and <laughs> gathering dust. So yeah, a lot of the the schools who get trained with us, they put a call out for um you know to parents saying please you know donate any okay. lego that you've yeah. got please bring it to our club and and that works really well because there's quite a lot of people with a lot of lego sitting about um and you know it can be expensive lego bricks unfortunately you know but yeah. um you do need those sets with instructions to start off with that's yeah. maybe um a good starting point and then the kind of more freestyle lego bricks um and they're great, later. great reading, literacy activities, instruction work. And, you know, could leave that oh, into totally. writing after that and do instruction work. My own kids are obsessed with it. So they have bunk beds and the underneath bit of their bunk bed is a Lego station. So they've got all of their Lego all around and they're just obsessed. My kids are six mm-hmm. and eight now. So, um, yeah, it's nice that they can independently do it on their own now, I think, which is the nice stage for little Florence. She can independently yeah. follow the instructions. And I think that's really good for her to be able to do that and be independent with it and she goes wrong and I love that she goes wrong she gets really frustrated with herself but actually the more and more she goes wrong the better she is at failing which is getting really good so there's that failure and getting over it with Lego which I really like yeah that's such a good point Sarah I think it's it's a great tool for making mistakes and realizing that it doesn't matter because you can yeah. take it apart put it back together another way yeah. and there's no no consequences of that um so it does really help those children who find it find it hard to to make a mistake um to, to sort of just experiment um and I think you know if you think about the kind of learning through play characteristics um that the Lego Foundation talk about um there is a joy you know you're having fun it, you're joyful you're having a lot of fun it's meaningful it means something to you um it's socially interactive um and it's iterative so that's that trying something out and then it's not quite that like, oh it doesn't quite fit that way I'm going to try yeah. it another way um and then really engaging actively engaging the kids are actually really um really focused and often yeah. um people will say to us that gosh the children in brick club focus so much better because they're engaged in the activity because yeah. it's interesting and meaningful for them they'll concentrate and focus for much longer than they perhaps would do in other kind of classroom activities so that's often a nice way of um of seeing children in a different light actually seeing them succeed and and for them for the children for the teachers that can be um really powerful to see the children um work in a different way and and um, see them 
succeed in concentrating whereas often maybe they might not be able to concentrate so well um sometimes yeah um, yeah it's a bit yeah love it absolutely love it you've got my brain thinking in loads of directions now I'm like thinking, yeah. I'm gonna go back to school I'm gonna tell everybody we need to do this <laughs> go, like, yeah oh, that's yeah, great it's another way, I suppose, what, what we do is we try and get them outside and, and teach their curriculum yeah. in more active ways, but actually balancing it with with activities like that as well, I just think would really benefit a lot of children. And like I said, we've got to start rethinking the game because, you know, um, things are different now after COVID. And I think we've all just yeah. got to get on board with the fact that it's, I think for me, it's the fact that kids don't play the way we used to. And I feel really sad for them. And I feel like they've been robbed of a childhood a lot of them and that they're growing up far too fast seeing too much on uh, their ipads and that that beautiful essence of not caring um just being who you are getting yourself muddy playing in your lego you know and for hours on end is is going away and i think there's a lot of goodness that we got from that and I suppose now what we're trying to do as educators is bring that back in because, you know, sometimes the stuff we used to do was actually quite beneficial to us. And I think this is yeah. another nice way for people to start linking in play in, in a structured way. I know Lego's been around for a long time. I've been teaching for 13 years now. And I remember when I first started teaching, they were going to bring it into the curriculum. And then it just got just faded away a little bit. So it's... Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I, we've got an after-school club at our school. But I would really love to see this in the curriculum more and people using Lego more. So I think it's just confidence I levels. I think Lego, yeah, Lego bricks are so flexible. You can bring it, you know, there's the brick-by-brick programme, but, you know, you can bring it in in so many ways. There's so yeah. much stories, there's characters, yeah. little mini figures. You know, there's yeah. just so much creativity, so much, you know. Animation, they could do computing. Yeah, yeah just my brains is just going crazy about what we could do with it. There's tons. Yeah, there's six bricks as well. There's a great program of six bricks, which is using six Duplo bricks. There's loads of free activities for for teachers to use with with Duplo yeah, bricks. Like that, um, you don't see enough of it in the nurseries either, using no. the Duplo as such. Yeah, yeah, and kids get into their flow. I think that's what you were saying about playing in the mud or being outside or you know getting engrossed for hours on end and you mm. know being completely in the play getting yeah. in the, in your kind of sense of flow and that's so good for people it's so good for children it's so good for adults you know to just be in the zone and just forget all the other yeah. rest of the worries of the world but you're just playing you're just yeah. in there you're just engrossed and that's and, um, how you sort out your own mental health sometimes isn't it yeah, when you get into your brain, you think to yourself and talk to yourself and yeah. you know just imagining but yeah I can't I, yeah I'm loving all of this so yeah. please do tell us how can we find out more about what you're doing Gina and and your websites and social media handles all of that business amazing thanks Sarah so um we are partners with the Lego Foundation and they're supporting us to scale the brick by brick program training internationally so we've got our website playincluded.com um and our social media handles are at playincluded so do check us out you can find out all about the training on there and we've got a Facebook page um linkedin twitter uh instagram we and youtube so we are on there with at play included amazing and actually the training our teachers could use pupil premium to fund this so if they wanted they need to go to the senior management and ask for pupil premium because this would go down um the neurodiversion um and those children that are working towards it would be able to support them in their learning progress so if anyone's thinking about funding that's the route to go down 
So thank you so much, Gina. That was so amazing. I'm so excited about everything now. And I'm going to go rushing back to school and everyone's going to go, please, someone sit on Sarah again. She's got those ideas. <laughs> New things coming <laughs> yeah, in. I love that. Oh, well, let me know how you get on, Sarah, because it's, um, yeah, it's, so lovely much, to, it's lovely to enthuse people about it because we all feel enthusiastic about yeah, it. Too. It's, it takes passionate people like you to just rub off that bit of inspiration for people. Yeah. And yeah, thank you. I think it's going to benefit a lot of people, this podcast. So thank you so much. Oh, thank you. For thank you. And take pleasure. care. Bye. Oh, thank you. Before you go, just remember you can train with us. The Level 1 Outdoor Learning Award is completely free. We also offer a free scheme of work per year group. So if you just go onto our website, create a free account, no bank details needed, all of that is free. If you want in that step up, to move to levels two to four, that is the Outdoor Learning Practitioner Award. Basically, everything you need to feel confident and to start teaching your class outdoors. And we also then have the Level 5 Award, which is Outdoor Continuous Provision. And it takes you right back from a consultancy stage of what you need to get, where you need to go and how you need to achieve it. And then the Level 6 Award, which is the Outdoor Coordinators Award, which is a year-long project for anybody that is leading with outdoor learning within their whole school setting. And it is such a supportive room we hold your hand throughout the whole thing you get a real person a mentor to be by your side for that whole year so if you're interested in signing up to any of those packages uk schools can use sports or pupil premium it's www.themedipedalteacher.co.uk